0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of Wine and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang, and you're listening to the TL podcast, where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. boys, how you doing? Oh, good, Chief. Very good. Well, well let's have a look. I let's know have a you look.
1: didn't have to spend over 50, but 2019, what's that cost you? Mate, that An cost eight, me... Eight, eight
0: dollars? No, no, a, a fortune, because those of you who knows of Lewin Estates, you know, they only do qualities, and so this Margaret may actually beat all the other wines, even though... It is only below $5. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, how are you, how you boys going? Good man, how you doing? All uh, right, let's have a look. They, they, I love you. it how they call it Prelude Vignette. So 2019, <laughs> Margaret River, let's do it. Chardonnay from Leowin Estates. Let's do this. So that's right, you had to bring the big
2: good bottle this week. I got the big bottle. Picked, you picked the character. Just quietly, there's well, no he, chance.
0: Finally, he found a, the best. Uh, found vin- a
1: new bottle shop. I've got a new favourite. We'll, we'll reveal that later.
0: All right, all right, all right. Mm, Come on, here you go. I, li- I like talking these things up because now he has, he's one has to live it up. Live so up to just, it, oh right? Cheers. Good, good to see you. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> do it.
2: You sound like Kev's just ready for a drink. Just give me the bloody glass. <laughs>
1: just give me the bottle. Oh, here <laughs> you go. Oh.
0: Mm, nothing better than something we were showing in there, boys.
1: How good summer going, it no? It's nice. around 27 days of the 55 days we've had this year.
2: You know, How good. one thing I learnt living in this country—well, not that I've lived in every other country—but
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: one thing I know growing up is it Australia. You've got to take you got to take the rain when you can get it. Yeah, right. right. Especially in around Sydney, man. Just you've got to take it when you can get it. the
1: finest. Yeah, no, I don't mind it. But, Jesus, I bought a pool for this summer. Well, so it's worked out about five hundred dollars a swim. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That would have been the pool that you got the sun burnt with when you were putting it up, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've, the I've fifth degree I've nearly died
1: thing. for this pool that we've <laughs> been in three times because yeah, it's dude, been raining. After the sun has got all the bimple. <laughs> <laughs> How's yeah. that going? You cleared up? No. Well, yeah, touch and go. they work out what you got. Touch and go. They've got no idea what I've got. New strain of coronavirus? Two and a half weeks. I've had bits chopped out of me. I'm on every cream, steroid, drug, pill known to mean. Wow. So I'm a bit edgy, so we don't pick on Cam today. I
2: picked pick that straight away, man. You're a little bit frazzled, but on that's
1: edge. all good. That's I'm all on good. edge.
0: Uh, this is why we will pick on Cam today. <laughs> uh, every day. Yeah, every we, day, every we, day is pick on Cam Every day. time we <laughs> get a second, <laughs> we will... Uh,
1: <sighs> but I'm trying not to swear as much, but you can both get fucked in advance. Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Oh God. I love all it. All right, so it. today, boys, uh, March, the Daily Stoics, the month yeah. of March. Awareness. What did we get?
2: One thing I'm starting to realise is the book's a little bit repetitive, but they're looking at very similar things different ways in the different months. Um, Previous months, we were talking about our self-control and so forth, and it comes up more so, and within the first three months, the Stoics is all about us. It's all about what we do with ourselves. And this is really, I think, a good one, saying it's not only the awareness of your surrounds, but internally it's more so internal yeah, than it's external. Yeah.
0: It, yeah it is it is going the opposite of the general population right. where most of us spend most of our time trying to be aware of what's happening outside and allow the external world define the way we should feel yep. what they really try to do is shut it off you, you're going the wrong direction it's the opposite direction should be going start from the internal
1: hmm. i think probably the repetition over the first three months is for that very reason, because you can say something to someone once, they're not going to take much notice That's of it. Point. But are you starting to realise now after three months that the repetition is starting to sink in? Have you noticed a change in your...
2: The, yeah, I internalise things a lot more. I Instead of looking at what I look inward, on how I react to things, once I overreact and I look, well, why did I react that way and so forth. So, yeah, absolutely. No,
0: I absolutely. didn't find it the same, boys, because I, I, I found that this month of March he became a bit clearer for people who are actually getting accustomed or getting to know uh, this or getting familiar with this material, is that he's saying on the 1st of March, you have to really know who you are to start with, that there's no right or wrong. Mm. And only when you know where you're at, you can now start. It's almost like, let's imagine that everyone's aiming for NUSA. But whether you, one starts from Newcastle or the other one starting from Wollongong or in Sydney, it doesn't really matter. The first key is to find out where, where you're you starting are. from. Yeah. Yeah. If you're starting from Wollongong, well, it's going to be a very different kind of journey to the guy who's starting from Newcastle. Mm. Right? And I, I think it's very, very important. is that When he says that you know, one becomes a philosopher when they begin to exercise their guiding reason, and, and rather than trying to learn to become a philosopher, every one of us is a philosopher. I, I love that. Mm. Because once you give a person that kind of starting point, then everyone sort of understand it. Hey, it doesn't matter where I start. I'm right to start from here. Yep.
1: On the third page, he talks about...
2: When you say
0: third page, you mean sorry, March
1: third? March third. He talks about you've either got to be in one camp or the other. You're either internalising and self-assessing or you're... Blaming everyone else, there is no in between here. What do you what do you feel about that? It, a lot of people try and have a foot I, in both camps.
2: I think he's talking about working towards being like that. I, yeah. think, under, I think it's understanding that we have to. Do you think that we,
1: can coexist? though? do you think oh, between no, think between a tra- nine and twelve, I'm going to look internal, but everything that no, happens after midday, achievable. someone else is fucking. No, you know?
2: I, I don't think it's achievable. I think that that's a you know perfect destination for us all to be at would be we internalize everything. But I think it's, it's got to be a, a journey for everyone to get to that point, personally. And as you get better at it, obviously, more internal stuff and less external. It's going to be
1: a transition phase, isn't it? Because you're going to have to start catching yourself over time when you do look external and start bringing it internal. But I, it's pretty strong words to say that you can't have a foot in both camps yeah. to be effective. You don't want to take that as, well, there's no point trying. That's, yeah, that's true. Because you're not born in one, well, yeah. depending I think on where it also at.
2: comes from the Stoics themselves having that mentality, I have to be that way. Yeah, And they're talking like they're already there, saying, Well, there's no use to me talking, I'm 50 50. You've got to speak like I'm there and then live towards attaining that level. Mm. It was surprising yesterday, I caught up with an old friend who used to be in real estate, used to work with us. Uh, Ricky, I don't know if you remember Ricky Corbett, he used yeah. to work with us. Yes. He's now driving trucks. Um, he, he, he moved to Campbelltown. That's right. Yes, that's, that's right. He's driving trucks, loving life. He's you know gotten fit and all this sort of stuff. And I said, "How do you how do you deal with all the idiots on the road?" Yeah. He goes, "Chris, when I first started truck driving, he goes, I'd get home with the shits every afternoon. He goes, it took me about six months or so before I realised it's their incompetence, and I just realised that now they don't have the experience on the roads that they should have, mm-hmm. and I don't get upset anymore. Yeah, and I don't take it personally. So for me, and and Ricky was someone who used to sort of." Beat himself up a lot. I, his growth in just that statement for me was unreal. Yeah, because that's very deep when you think about it. That he's being on the road twenty four seven. I'm not twenty four seven, but eight hours a day, five days a week, and then to look at it a different way. So I think that's
0: a right. good example. Now March the fourth. I I love that first line. The person is free who lives as they wish. Yeah, I March. love that line. But I also then read a little bit more because at first I thought, no, I don't. I don't agree with this, because. In life, we have certain obligations, such as you have a family. There's some obligations now. You can't just say, well, you know what? I have the kids, but I still just be me, and stuff the kids. They become who they are by themselves. I don't believe in it. I think that there are some obligations. So when I went down uh, at the end of the uh, first page, and he says that you know there are obligations like work and family, these are okay. It is the circumstances that you sometimes put upon yourself as a something you have
2: to, you know, there's a line in that in that um, part of the book that says, uh, No slavery is more disgraceful, he equipped, than one which is self imposed. Yeah, and we often imprison ourselves into that sort of mindset.
1: So, what's an example then of obviously ob- family and kids are obligations out of our choice? What's an example of one well, I, people are putting on themselves?
0: Well, I'll only be happy uh, if I just get disposition, yeah. right. I, I only would see myself as a successful person if I've got that amount of money in my bank or I've got three houses to my name. Those are things that are obligations that a stoic wouldn't want to have upon them. Right. And I think that the key to life is really to want less so that everything else is a bonus. They talk further
2: yeah. in the book, yeah.
1: yeah. They talk about that a lot, and they have done for the first couple of months yep. about wants and needs and, yep. and deciphering the difference. Now, if I guess if you truly, deep down, do want that position or that job, then that's fine. But I think when when a lot of our uh, perceived success or image is created by society, what society deems to be successful, that's when we've got to, do I want that job because that's what the community, I'm not going to be recognised. I
0: get you, but even further, I just did a podcast with Darren on the Office of the Year. And at some stage he was talking about you know, Thomas, you don't believe in uh, the awards and blah, 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 I get it. I said, no, no, that's not what I meant. What I don't believe in is how we define ourselves because of the awards we've won. We're way bigger than the awards we've got. I just finished uh, five minutes uh, before you arrive. Actually, he does know you, Matthew uh, Etheringham. Oh, Matthew, yeah. 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 And he's won many awards, and and he's realized, too. You know, the awards are the things that you gather along the journey, but they're not you, Right. You were before that, before they turn up. they and, and a lot of people start defining things such as, I have now won that award, therefore I'm now this. That's wrong. You are the leader of the year way before you even get yep. the leader of the year award. These are things that were very important. And it's the same thing. What I liked also on March the 5th, that's what I read into it, is everything has a cost. Yep. Even, even something free, free yeah. has a cost. Yep. You know? That, even though I've read it, I never really registered, but because I was preparing myself for this session in case someone was going to ask me to read a line specifically, Uh. I thought I better really understand this bit because (laughs) even if it's free, it has a cost. It's true, isn't
2: it? Look, it costs us nothing to come here, but it cost us in time and effort to rearrange our day to do the podcast, right?
0: No, but even he says it. you know, e- even if I gave you a car for free, it's not free. Because you still have to house the car somewhere. Something you have to garage to it, to it you somewhere. Rego, you have absolutely. to pay for its fuel. Absolutely. You now have to be careful that no one's going to steal it. So so you, you're more worried about certain things about the car, even though I give it to you for that's free. Right. That, that's a bit that he's saying. So nothing... Is really free. Yep. Chris,
1: Chris, and I are in a, the uh, enviable position of uh, not being able to be defined by the awards we won this year. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> Our, our life is much freer than All the most, nominations. mate. Well done, buddy. <laughs> All right, no, it's we, not we true. don't we don't want that burden. <laughs> not of, true. Uh, we don't want that burden.
2: You know upon what? Us. In saying that, though, I reflect and I didn't deserve the nomination. I
0: wasn't sale. going down that road, mate. I it was just a throw I I should should stir at him. But, but listen, listen away if, away. If, if I can really, be, we're lucky, mate. If I can really give you another, <laughs> definition, <laughs> <laughs> another definition that can be nice to you, you will be defined this year as a guy who was not the nominated. So it's very different name. The most not nominated. And I'm happy with where I'm. I'm happy
2: with the awards. I didn't win. So you won. I got second in that one. so (laughs)
1: Mate I was with you in solidarity Don't turn on me We better clear up too. TL's a bit butthurt He thinks in the last podcast I was trying to put myself above everybody By quoting lines and seeing who knew what page It wasn't about that I just figured if we'd all read the same 30 pages We might know what they were about I'm sorry that I did that to you. (laughs) I'm sorry you're still going on about it two weeks later. I'm sorry it triggered the ego and now you're going to destroy us. But that's good. You might finally have something to add to the
0: podcast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't don't need to destroy you. I think that you just self-destruct yourself. If it made you
1: study study harder, then I'll take all the credit
0: for that. (laughs) (laughs) There was no challenge, mate. We are meant to be doing this and learning (laughs) together. Nothing's free, He had to bring it back. It's like. No, you yes. know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he, he's held up there. Right, what what else did we get, boys? March seventh, I that was about actually do like not the trust s- the census. Yeah. but th- to me I like it was the about sixth. do not rush to conclusions. I
1: like the 6th for people too before we get to the 7th if we can, cuz I know quite a few people like it.
0: Yeah, well, I, I I thought it was It's it's not. I mean, if you're humble, you don't need 6. Yeah, but people don't realize often yourself all the time then, yeah. People six,
1: man. in in public avoid talking often excessively about your accomplishments and dangers for however much you enjoy recounting your dangers, it's not so pleasant for others to hear about your affairs. But A lot of people are very quick to tell people about how bad a day they're having or simple question.
0: How which you is what you've just done. That's why I thought we could skip six. About non-award non non nomination. No, not, I thought that you happy. did <laughs> pay <page> six. <laughs> that was Listen.
2: I actually think you know, he goes people. into page seven. Which uh, you, Hang on.
1: <laughs> hang on. <laughs> A lot of people, for whatever reason, think they're doing everyone a favour by telling them that they're having a bad day. How you're going is never answered with just good, great or excellent as it should be regardless of whether you're going. It's, oh, you know this and, oh, you know that. I don't think people realise the effect that has on other people and that you're not adding to their lives at all. We know a lot of people who thrive on telling other people their misery. Social media is is one of it. No one gets anything
2: out of that. But on the flip side of that, you can also look at that from the other side of the coin. There's a lot of people that... Carry on as a everything is fine and it's not. So yeah, sometimes was, as mates, and, and I'm guilty with you guys, that I don't probably stop and have a chat about how I'm doing enough. And yeah, yeah but it's not, not every conversation.
1: We, no, no, it's not. It's like not. I know someone, Absolutely. no matter what day of the week it is, no matter what had just happened, you asked them how they're going, That's it'd shit. be, oh, that'd be yeah. the next thing out of their mouth. Let right? someone to work, how are you? In the office, we yeah. talk about not bringing what's going on outside into the front doors of the office because it'll take the energy of people straight away and you don't have the right to steal anybody else's energy. There's times and places for serious conversations yep. yeah. Yeah. between mates. But I agree. That's th- fair. Cool. Th- the peop- and then I- in reverse, the people who can't stop telling people how fucking good they are yeah. is, is exactly the same. It doesn't add anything to anybody's life. So it's it
0: probably uh, it's an
1: awareness thing. Yeah, That's all. Self-awareness. Okay. Carry so on. Sorry, I just want to get that page No, out. no, all good. Carry
0: yeah, on. All good. So, um, I mean, you who've read everything here now... <laughs> <on> <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating, I'm sweating. I'll I'll take you to March 8th and the heading on March
2: 8th. What's that, Cameron? The heading on March 8th, I'll take you to that one. It's don't unintentionally hand over your freedom. Yeah. And it's talking about that. We wouldn't give our freedom, our body to someone to abuse as they like. So why do we let people do it with our minds? Why is it that we allow people to disturb our peace and not take things so personally or just even driving traffic when I spoke before and someone cuts you off?
0: Yeah that I, I don't know maybe it is the Western mindset like the Eastern mindset would understand that more easily like you know to, to, to know that if I have relinquished my mental capacity I've lost where in the Western society we seem to only look at materialistic things the things that we lose and being put in jails we lose that f- physical freedom yep. and, and so these are the things that we value really. we're allowing that guy that just cut you off in traffic to disturb your peace we don't look at it that way it's I
2: like mean. family feuds that carry on for years and years and years what's that achieving what are, what are they getting out of that it's yeah,
1: well. i mean it ties back into the sixth again even if on the flip side you are the person on the receiving end of someone telling you they're having a bad day by letting that affect you or take the energy from right. you you are giving over your mind to that right. person right. so well, we need to be aware not to do it to people. You have to be aware when it's coming to you, and just to be able to block it out.
2: And, absolutely,
1: um, it's a, it's a hard thing because we're surrounded by it. But at some point, I mean, if it, you are constantly surrounded by it, you need to look at your association.
2: Yeah,
1: and look at the people you're hanging around. But it doesn't. It happens in just about every conversation that we have with someone. Something gets triggered in their mind, good, bad, or ugly, or otherwise. It's not just about getting cut off in traffic. It's about
2: oh, it could come in, it come from any direction. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. You
1: know, it's it's a, yeah.
2: And it's like these people that, like you said, carry on on Facebook, you know, about a, a vaccine. What's that helping them, you know? And and then by them telling people, they're stealing other people's thought process and so forth. So, yeah, absolutely. And then
1: letting yourself get triggered by it is what's giving up your mental capacity. And then it comes back to, well, how's that working out for you? Yeah. Is that making you feel better
0: right now? Yeah. I love uh, March 9, which is find the right scene. And for me, what I loved about it is a lot of us, realize that you know you don't want to be around people who make you feel good all the time. They get it. Uh, but then what they also say is that you want to surround yourself around people who will push you forward and inspire you. But I did not read that until I read this, which is, are they making me better? Do they encourage me to push forward and hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that is the word. Do you know how many of us would run away from friendship where we are being held accountable? Mm. Because the minute that we're being held accountable, most of us actually put it to a different meaning. We put it to a meaning of they did not make me feel good. Mm. Or we're feeling judged. Yes. Where you shouldn't look at it that way. Yeah. I mean, if someone says to you, this is what you can do, I'm holding you to that commitment and you make sure you do Maybe that's the person you need to thank, yeah. rather than say, "Oh man, he didn't make me feel good because of the way he spoke to me." No, that's how you made the interpretation of what they're trying to do for you. Yeah, yeah. You're chasing.
1: You're chasing comfort in your own mediocrity. You should be running towards those people who are, who are telling you how it is, regardless of whether you agree or not. Yeah. And investigate why they're telling you that further. But we, we, we get that all the time, don't we? Yeah. One of the life qualities in our
2: association.
0: Yes, but the, the association, quite often we go for association that makes us feel good.
2: Yeah, but that's what they're saying here. Don't go for the one feel good. Make the one to yes, make you be, feel yes, better. Yeah. Be better, sorry. Not people feel, better, feel be loyalty.
1: Better. People feel, I mean, there's big changes go on between your teens and your 20s and then your 30s where some of your friends will grow up. Some of your friends will grow ahead of you. Some of them won't go anywhere. Yeah. A lot of people have trouble leaving regardless. Oh, I've known them for 10 years. I've got to stick by them, but without realising the true damage it's doing to yourself. A lot of people avoid the people who have progressed a bit further in life because be it jealousy or their success is making you... Makes them not feel so good when they're around Instead of feeling... Yeah. yeah. Instead of taking it the way you should and aspiring to... Or, or maybe Improve. asking them how they did it. Instead going, oh, they think they're too good for us now. They're no longer one of us. It's purely a way of people staying inside their little bubble without challenging themselves and that's... That's why there's all those segments of society. I guess if everyone, if 100% of people were out there chasing the best association they could and being held accountable, there'd be no room. There's got to be mediocre people in the world, do not there?
0: Absolutely. And, and hence, he's gone further, one step further on the 10th when he says, what we need to do is to find our own cattle. Because... We need to find something in our own self to hold ourselves accountable. Yeah. If we have that that we don't need anybody else to hold ourselves accountable. That that is a crazy and I reckon that's hard. Finding your inner judge. It's that's hard. No, 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 not judge. Someone inside your head that will hold you to the things you say you're going to do. That will hold you accountable to the promises that you make. Mm.
2: It says okay. in that last line. Happy is the person who can improve others, not only when present. But even when in their thoughts, that's amazing. So you make that commitment to someone, and you know you've got to keep that commitment. <coughs> Obviously, being a good commitment. Yeah, so.
1: we all have that inside ourselves, though, because you know when you don't fulfill a promise that you've made, you feel like shit. That's you well, haven't. You not, have uh, a you not have, everyone, man. You have a physiological response. Well, whether you're aware of it or you choose to acknowledge it or ignore it, it happens. Some people are very good at ignoring it and continuing down the wrong path or refusing to admit they were wrong, but it's in there. And I guess being the month of awareness is about being aware that that feeling is actually trying to tell you something. You Don't ignore it. You've clearly fucked up something. Be okay with it, learn from it, and grow with it.
2: Yeah. I like March 11 too, which is live without restrictions. Yeah. That's a nice one. Understand that we put these burdens and the requirements on ourselves for the strive of happiness, yet we're being unhappy because we're putting these restrictions on ourselves. I think that's very good.
0: March thirteenth for me. I, I the way I read it is, even when you fail, you have to really accept that there may be a bigger plan to your failures. If you accept that, then failures can actually be your friend. Yeah. I used to think that yeah, you know, well, failure can bring me the lessons. But even sometimes after the lessons, I'm thinking, mate, I don't even like the lessons. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, so please don't even talk no, no. or remind me of my failures. But now that I'm thinking of failures being part of a bigger plan, failure or success have got the same values. Well, lessons in everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think, yeah. No. Well, I mean, we're meant to learn from everything. We don't get to Absolutely. choose what we learn from. There is a lesson there. I think um, there's yeah. some classes you wish you hadn't signed up for, but what you have, have. So, you, you
2: a lot of people that are, a lot of books that I've read, a lot of business people have learnt more from yeah. their failures than from their yeah. successes. And there are a lot more lessons for them to avoid those in the future. And uh, one of the lines you say is, get out there and fail really quickly so then you can move on. You clap and applaud people when they lose listings for the first time. It's, it's great. I mean, yeah. because people <coughs> understand then what not to do next time.
1: Chances are that if you've never stuffed up, you're not you really having to, a go. Yeah, you you're not really that, having a go. And Absolutely. That's, right. that's, if the worst that happens at the end of the day, you've still got two arms, two legs, and you're breathing, then you've done all right.
2: Yeah driving a Lexus, you're doing all
1: right. (laughs) You're doing all right. And that goes into self-deception again too. You've got to be aware of where you're at, but but honestly aware of where you're at. That's why, I guess, why you you feel like it's repetitive. It all touches on a similar theme. that You've got to have an honest introspection about yourself. You can't have rose-coloured glasses on when you... It's all right looking inside, but if you look inside with the wrong glasses on, um, you're not seeing what's really there or you're inventing stuff that isn't. Yeah. You've got to be real brutally honest with it, don't you? Yes,
0: I, I get that too. But I, I believe that every single day of the month, he seemed to give a, a more defined definition or a more defined adjustment. For example, on March 15, mm. what he's really, to me, uh, the way I understand it, what he's trying to say is, yeah, okay, if, even if your past is bad, even if you're stuffed up, don't look for more than what it is. Right, so don't, don't give the, the past or the bad past or the, your failures more importance than they really deserve, nor try to want the future to, to become re- exactly what you want. Yeah. You know, I love that line when he says that the present is in our possession. Yeah, wow, and, and it's true, that's the only thing we have right now. What we have right now, with our glass of wine, by the way, empty. So I'm very uh, sorry. Yeah, is course. the only thing that Enjoy we have today, right? <laughs> Enjoy today,
2: seize the day, carpe diem, and that's what they said. That's what I took it out of. It was live, live today as today. Forget tomorrow.
1: It's tomorrow not tomorrow even seize yesterday. the day, like when we like yes, seize the day, carpe diem. understand the day. that all you have is this moment. Yeah, I fully understand that though. What happened ten minutes ago is gone. That's Can't, it. Nothing can be done about it. And apart from something silly coming out of your mouth, we've really got no idea what's going to happen in the future. <laughs> so. It's it's fully. It's not even about seizing the moment. It's just understanding that right here, right this second, right now, is all we have. Mm-hmm. So live in that. And and you know, mindfulness and presentfulness is something that's gained a lot of traction in the last however many years. Every guru talks about mindfulness now and being present. So hard to do. So hard to do because you can't help but think sometimes of the conversation you had 20 minutes ago that you didn't like. But what is the point? It's gone. It's done. Move on.
2: Hold sacred your capacity for understanding, for in it is all. That our ruling principle won't allow anything to enter that is either inconsistent with nature or with the constitutional of the logic creature. Logicals creature, sorry. It's what demands due diligence, care for others, and obedience to God. And I think I took from that is just accept things the way they are, see them for what they are, and don't look too much further into it. Mate, I mean, mate, mate. Really appreciate for what it is. I mean, it, it, that's a piece of bread, is a piece of bread, and appreciate that piece of bread. Don't go anything further into that.
1: I think it's saying that we underestimate ourselves and that, you know, it says the fact that you can think, the fact that you can read this book, the fact that you're able to reason in and out of situations, all of this is what gives you the ability to improve your circumstances and become better. So, people who underestimate themselves and say, Oh, I can't do this because that happened. The fact that you're able to put those two things together means you actually are smart enough. And you can do the opposite. To do the opposite. Right. We all have the, obviously, the different levels, but we're fucking amazing beings, humans. We're very complex. And I think people underestimate our own ability. And if we talk about it before with some people, I hope they end up using their powers for good instead of evil. It's exactly that. We have the. Same ability that we use to destroy ourselves can be used as an ability to grow ourselves and and get ourselves out of that situation. I think that's what it's saying. Stop and realise that the same person that got you in the shit can get you out of it if that's the circumstance. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think it goes a bit further to say also that we can improve our circumstance by knowledge, improve and read and grow and become better in in what we understand of what things are around
1: us. I think it's day one of the book is knowledge is power pretty much. Educate yourself. So.
0: I love March 19, not only because it is Charlotte's uh, birthday, my daughter, but I love it that most of our frustration, anxiety, anger, fear comes from two sources. One is expectation, and two, the labels that we attribute to those things or events. I mean, it's just crazy. If we just attribute the right labels, we wouldn't have, and if we lower expectation, such as nothing needs to happen, anything else is a bonus, well, then it's always going to be something happy uh, in terms of an outcome. Uh, I love that uh, day, uh, March twenty. I well, I, I didn't get too much out of it. I don't know what you guys got ready no, and at home. Uh, March twenty one, which I is the best retreat, is in here, not out there.
2: There's a saying in that it says, um, "Wherever you go, there you are." So understand that you don't have to go on a holiday to have a retreat. You don't have to, you know, travel to some you know Shaolin temple and meditate. All you need is something that you find that. You can look within and work through today's issues, or work through the issues you're having, and really look at that. For me, it, it's you know, it might be trimming a little tree. Uh, for some people, it might be you know driving a, a really nice Toyota that's called a Lexus. I don't know what it is, but something Ooh. like that.
1: Keep trying to pick on my I'm
0: car, trying bro. To I it, ah, mate, I'm not getting any points, mate.
1: I'm in love. It, yeah. I'm in love Listen, with that. It is so a nice car.
0: Not bro. only it's a Lexus, but it's got such a bad leather that you have.
1: <laughs> all over <laughs>
0: <your head. laughs> That's what he said to me the other day. He's got an uh, electric
2: reaction from Lexus Leather.
0: Which is a fake <laughs> leather, by the way. Not not even a genuine leather. Uh, hey. Is
1: jealousy stuff coming out in people? No, it's it a nice car, man. I saw Actually,
0: was... I, I don't think it is this month, but in, in, in the book, it could be the month of April, where he's saying, he's saying that the people who love fakes, they don't uh. know how much destruction they do to themselves. So the people who sit on... Big leather, don't understand the <laughs> amount of destruction sure. they do to themselves. Sure. That, that, I mean, listen, we're learning every day. I just <laughs> want to share with you. You can
1: keep going. I'm absolutely in love with that car. So That's a nice I, car. I, car don't uh,
2: I saw the commercial for it the other day, and it had an orangey colour. Red. Was it red colour? Yeah. Is there is an orange on it? Is there no. like a burnt orange? No. I must have been a red one. And I looked at it, i uh, oh, got' going, that's the same as LC. No, I haven't got the LC.
1: I've got the IS. It's the same body shape or stuff. Though, Similar. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Similar. Nice car. Yeah, nice I think on the 21st, Chris, I was saying that, Holidays and stuff aren't going to work if you're not at peace inside anyway. It's, it's calming your mind and being able to sit there and close your eyes and breathe deeply and be at peace. Because if you're not, and as someone who, who gets anxious or worked up a lot, it doesn't matter where you go or what you do. I mean, that's half the reason we drink is to try and... Well, that's our holiday instead of being at peace. And that's, yep. that's what it's saying. The best place to retreat is into your own mind and calm that before you go anywhere else. Otherwise, you won't get the most out of your holiday anyway.
2: So I took it like that, but the opposite way I'm saying, instead okay. of going, you, not instead of, you don't need to go, you can do it right now. Yeah. Um, and like that's that. the way I took yeah, it. Yeah, like that. You don't need to go, you can take it right now. So you, you, you're upset, take five minutes, go sit in the car in your fake leather and, you know, just clear your mind.
0: Cool. March 23rd, I, I don't know how easy it is to do that in a Western that's society where Society is teaching us to do two things, or most of us: greed is good, and ambition, and ambition yeah. is great. Yeah. And to go against those two things and call them vices is just amazing. It's, hard, isn't it? it's yeah. very hard yeah. when you, especially with sales. We and I talk to salespeople, and all they want is one more house to their name and one more sale. And they're all driven by that sense of greed and that sense of ambition. And they say, no, no, I don't do it for the ambition. I do it mainly because I want my team to have a good life. I want, I want my team to have this. No, 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 no. You're driven by that. Hence, you go out there and you lie to one person and you tell them that you're never going to do that to them. And then behind their back, you go into their area and you do that to them. And, and I think that what greed and ambition mix all up together God, it's a cocktail that will end up killing you.
1: Mm.
0: But we, we, uh, well, you you started off by saying, mate, we're built that
1: way, T.L. In the, whether it's no, Western we're not or built or, that we way. Are. When, we hire, when we're recruiting someone, do we want to sit no, across? But
2: what T.L. saying is if you take that person and, and put them in a, an Eastern society, are they going to grow up with that same mentality?
1: I did interviews today. Do you think across from the table from me I wanted to see a couple of ambitious people? Of course you did. It's one of the things that we value most highly in... When we're no, we're
0: but, but, but when ambition uh, becomes blind understand. and drives you to break, yeah, it, understand you know, because if you, if it's fueled by greed, understand if then it's you've used, got a problem. If it's used the yeah. wrong
1: way, but this is saying, you know, because we put so much so much emphasis on being ambitious, we, we are naturally looking for that. Whether you use it for good or evil, again, yeah, is a yeah, different thing, yeah, but yeah, to, s- to say don't have ambition because, or ambition is dangerous because, and it's, it's saying here that the title is a straight-jacketed soul saying because of our vices of greed and ambition, we we are limiting our soul. But that's a huge thing to go against, isn't it? I'd I'd almost be embarrassed to say if I
0: wasn't ambitious. No, but that's that's how society is teaching you. And yet you have a look at people like the Dalai Lama who has reached such great heights where he's adored for who he has become. Uh, Only when, for one thing, just become a better person. I was talking to Matthew today, and he said to me, and I said, what is it that you want out of your leaders? And I said, enough for them to have a good life. Enough for them to know, like a 36-year-old, they could be buried tomorrow. So the key is just be enough with what you are now rather than just clinging on to what you should be. And that's the ambition. And what you should have at the expense of others—that is greed, you know.
2: Later, talking about ambition, we all have this preconceived idea of ambition being a strive in business to make more money and be more successful within business. I think ambition, personally, and it goes later in the book. There's a, a page there that I've highlighted that ambition is the school teacher who wants to be the best school teacher. It's the priest who wants to be the best priest in the area. Yeah. And you know, striving for that success and the ambition for them, might be be uh, having a class that passes, you know, with high grades or whatever it is. So I think we have a preconceived, most of us have a preconceived idea of ambition and success that I believe is not the norm.
1: No, no, it, it, this is saying any that any form of that ambition can be a vice. So I'm not saying just because it's money related. Like I have an ambition to be the best parent I can be. Yeah, well, we all have that. Vision to do the ambition to do the best by our kids, and that's why it's such a almost controversial statement that, that
0: no, later no, on. I advice, think that you know? he's putting ambition and greed together yeah. in, in, in this thing. So you have to yeah. have that, and mm. but the blind ambition, which is like, why do you want to be the best parent you can be, to win some awards? No, for a kid. Okay, well so then, then, it's the then it's not an ambition. Then it's it's not an ambition. It's an aspiration, mm. right? So it's a, a bit different thing. Okay, uh, so. He he talks about it on March 25th that there are two ways you really ca- can say that you're wealthy. Either yeah. you get everything that you want, which is what we believe in the Western society, or the next best thing is to want everything we have. You yeah. know, and we say this quite often: stop having everything you want, start wanting everything you, you have. have. Yeah, and that's the bit. And and you, if people did that, man then they can be happy with very little and and i believe truly if you can be happy with nothing the rest is a bonus mm. so yeah. how it, it's all right we've got all these
1: theories but a lot of, i mean a lot of that stuff comes back to gratitude and we've spoken about gratitude before how do people begin that path to being happy with what they have i
2: you think know? you just hit the nail on the head is gratitude
1: but there's a skill to it oh, talking about this book but the, another book about living the law of attraction it says wake up every morning and, and write down five things that you're grateful for Yeah, well, yeah well, to you start go. putting yourself into that frame of mind
0: I get that but then th- those guys stop reading that book at page one and then they write those five things, they read those five things in the morning and then they do nothing, they sit down and they play PlayStation all day Maybe then you're not going to be successful I, no, but does that, that,
1: that put you in a minor of gratitude? What tool can you give someone? I'll ask you then. What tool would you say to someone who's having trouble being happy hard, with what mate. they have?
0: Work hard to be the best you can. So, this is why you can't just apply that one page. No. You had to learn to apply every single page of the Daily Stoics. Every single page is giving you a piece of the puzzle, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right, And for the moment, we're trying to define maybe that piece of the, this puzzle here as the only piece, but it's not... No, 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 not the only piece, but it's a big piece throughout the book. Be happy with what you got. Stop wanting for
1: more and be happy with what no, you got. No,
0: stop wanting to have more.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Stop wanting to have more. But want as much as you like to becoming what you should become. Yeah. Right? And, and and I love that bit where people say there's a huge difference between the self that people have and the self that people should or have got in terms of storage, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think what is it? Isn't it Anthony Robbins who says that his he finds the biggest disappointment in human life is the difference between what they can be and what they are truly is such a chasm that you know there's no happiness there. I'm uh, paraphrasing him, you know. Mm-hmm. March twenty-six, boys, woo, big, big, because March twenty-six, I see it as in life study everything everything that you can get your hands on study it right not just philosophy a lot of people they think well if i read a little bit about this book or a little bit about that book about philosophy of life i know no read about everything because that everything will give you a piece of the jigsaw to the knowledge you will end up having yeah
1: exploration of subjects like evolutionary biology psychology neurology and even the subconscious because these things these deeper forces shape even the most disciplined and rational minds. So they say, I mean, there's a saying that goes out there, know a little about a lot. We use that in sales because it helps, obviously, when we're going out to different things. But I guess you're taking it to say know a lot
0: about a lot. My take is maybe different to what you just said there. My take is know a little about a lot. But then when you find that part of the little that really mesmerise you, jump you know in, a lot jump of into that. It. Yeah, 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 cool. But your mind has to be so, such a sponge that it can't reject any part of knowledge.
1: My mind's holy like a sponge. There's plenty of holes
0: in it. But <laughs>
1: I don't know how absorbent it is.
0: <laughs> now, I, from that on, I mean, I didn't find too many things besides, you know, okay, make sure you don't impress people. But to me, March 31st was probably the the end for me yep. where you are really the product of your training. Yes. Right? So unless you really start training yourself and put things into place, it, it, it doesn't matter. You can matter. sit here and talk about this until the cows come home. There's no change happening. Mm. It's a matter of training, which is what we said two days ago when we were in, in the training room on the Central Coast. You know, Unless you're in front of a client, make sure you train. Yep. And if you want to become the person you ought to become and the person you would love to become, train.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's about with this sort of stuff. I think it's about taking that lesson of the day and trying to implement that for the rest of the day or the rest of the week. Or I mean, that's your training. You, you can't just read the book, shut the book, and then forget about it. No, the book. you can't. Um, no. And it's, it's like the same like as every era. book. Every book. It's the same in anything. We learned a new. Well, I learned a new bloody line the other day at training that everyone else has had for years. Apparently. Which one? Uh, four steps. But. So now oh, we've, right. we've trained on that three days in a row now, and it's imprinted in everyone's mind. And we go that's out and we nice. use it. And that's nice. So be more aware, people, but aware inside, not outside. Aware. I love it. Love Awareness it. Awareness
2: is an in- internal f- game, not external.
1: Be honest with yourself. That's uh, that's. And the so
0: that is it for March.
2: Yeah.
1: What we do we th- recommend th- this wine? I'm. i
0: actually quite impressed. Actually, really, fresh, I, 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 I like think it. I think it might be the next one. Oh, I, uh, we, 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 we will see it very soon. <laughs> we'll see how we, go. we will see never listen it says in there never give up <laughs> <laughs> peace <laughs> All right, see you see boys you bye, bye, bye. talk to you soon bye bye